Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and this is so wild. I'm recording this on Sunday. I think this is the earliest that I've ever recorded the podcast, but I start my first week of work tomorrow, which is absolutely insane. It's like 6 p.m. right now, and I just feel like the day is like counting down. I made this list. I'm looking at it right now, and I want to say there is maybe, you know what, let's just count it. No, counting is going to be too much work. Never mind. I There's got to be probably like 50 or so things on here that I started on Monday, and I would say it's probably like 75% filled out. So I'm like, I think I might be able to get to like a 90. There's things on here that I'm like, it's a little too late to get my car washed now. And there's a couple of things that I tried to do. But like, you know, I have to figure out at a different time, like in business hours, you know what I mean? So anyways, I gave myself this list on Monday to things I wanted to accomplish before I go back to work. And you know what? I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm doing a pretty good job. And I, I and I've been adding to it. And I was like, you know what? I think you should just record the podcast. Monday, tomorrow is my first day. I do work from home, but I just don't know what that's going to look like. And then I have therapy at six. Like, you know, I got to talk to Andrew right away. And then like, I don't know how I'm going to be feeling. And then the otter is going to come on Tuesday. And then like I work in the office Tuesday, Wednesday. So gone are going to be the days of me like getting up hella early and recording the podcast. Like I even did that when I was at my last job, but I was working from home. So it was kind of like it was just different. Like I started at 730 so I could get up and like record the podcast at 630. Also, nobody cared what I looked like, you know, but I'll be in the office on Wednesday. So anyways, we're not skipping a goddamn beat and we are recording the podcast today. I feel like I it, it comes in waves. I definitely have a lot of anxious energy. I think what I'm so nervous about is the unknown of like what exactly I'm going to be doing, what my day is going to look like. Like I, I was supposed to get a login code today. I haven't got a login code. Like I'm so nervous. I'm going to open my laptop, new laptop. It's not going to work. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm nervous about all these things. And they were like, oh, oh don't open your laptop till Sunday. And so I'm, I was like, oh, OK. And then I haven't done it yet, but like I'll probably do it after this. I don't know. I need to like hawk or walk. I just got to like breathe it out, you guys. Like I I am so excited and I'm so dramatic. I was talking to Otter and I was like, tomorrow's kind of like the start of a new life for me. And he's like, yeah, I appreciate that. He just lets me be dramatic, you know. But it, I mean, it is kind of true. It's like this is a, a brand new job. And, you know, it's just like the, the not knowing, the not feel confident about like, even my passwords or like what the day is going to look like, you know, I mean, most of my jobs had elements of unpredictability, you know, like n not every day looked the same, but at least like I knew how to start my day every day. It was like until people came in, it wasn't very unpredictable, you know, and um, I know that will come. But yeah, I've got a little bit of anxious energy for sure, as I'm counting down. I had this wonderful last week of unemployment, though, like I just have to say. But before I get into my full weekend, there's something that I want to talk about here at the top of the podcast real quick. And uh, that is that the station that I started on. So once upon a time when I began my career as a radio host, I started on a station 100.9. At the time, it was Y100.9 and it was just um, pop, like top 40 pop music. And then we switched to Y100.9, all the hits, not just some of them, which was my favorite format. We had the top of alternative rock, pop and country, which was super fun. And then in my last like I want to I don't know if it was the full year or last couple months, we were the 101 alternative rock. And it, all those stations were so fun to be on. And unfortunately, they are going to be well, unfortunately, fortunately, like I'm happy for uh, the Spanish station. They are going to be taking over that signal. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for them about that. But, you know, the the station that I kind of like grew my career on, uh, you know, is no longer going to exist. So I my plan is to post about this. So maybe you've already seen me talk about it, but like who knows what I'll actually do tomorrow. Uh, so in case I didn't, I want to talk about it here because, you know, I am so grateful for the opportunity that I had in starting my career. You know, I I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I was silver spooned it. OK, because I do think that I worked hard for this. 
But I also know the privilege of my opportunities. You know, I was able to go to college like I was I was in a place where I could take out a loan like my parents helped me out so much. And, you know, although I I will say like cocky or not, I don't care. Like I worked really hard to get into school, but like there was also a, a high privilege with me getting to go there. And then, you know, I was lucky enough to be a communications major. I got into the radio program and uh, I had a professor there named Nate Campbell, who was amazing. And he helped me get my job in radio. And then I annoyed the absolute shit out of Dre. And <laughs> I think I talked about this on my 100th episode. You know, I was like, I, I want to be on air. And he gave me a shot. And you know, I just look back on that time so fondly when I was interviewing for jobs after I got laid off. You know, uh, it's interesting to look at my resume and be like, what the fuck? You know, this girl went like she was in the radio, like what? You know, and now she's in marketing. Like, how did that happen? Like, which honestly, I was in promotions in radio, which was very similar. But the way I presented it when they're like, OK, tell me about yourself and your work experience. I always say that I had the absolute honor and privilege of accomplishing my dream at the age of like 22 years old. Like I got my dream job, something that I had been vying for my, you know, pretty much my whole life to be on air. And Dre gave me that opportunity and he absolutely changed my life. And along with Natalie, uh, Natalie was my boss uh, in promotions and she always pushed me to be the best version of myself. And she really gave me the tools to get better. And I loved being on the station. I don't think there was a, a, a moment in my life a, and when it comes to my career that I will probably ever love as much as I loved being Dre's co-host. We had the best time. He was my absolute hero on air. Like, uh, you know, don't tell him that. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, you know, we had this like very fun banter and we formed a genuine friendship, you know, and he was the one who called me to tell me about the station flip. And, you know, there's all these memories. And, and, and I know that's like if you don't know, that's that's radio, you know, like formats change, stations change, people change all the time. But something that I'm so grateful for and always will be is like I have locked in this memory and experience with those people at that station. And like, of course, it was not all sunshines and rainbows. There were <laughs> plenty of rough and bad moments, you know, but overall it was, you know, the greatest time of my life. And I don't think I would be the person that I am today without that experience, especially being able to have accomplished something. There were so many roadblocks for me in 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 my brain, in my life, physically, mentally, that could have prevented me from achieving that. And the fact that I was able to power through was amazing. But also the fact that these people just believed in me and gave me the opportunity to do so is something that's so wild and amazing. And there's a part of me, there's a part of my heart that just kind of like uh, hurts a little bit for the the loss of that that station. It's just it's something that you listen. I'm a sentimental bitch. We all know that. That's why I can't fucking get rid of anything. But, you know, <laughs> it's not just like physical things. But, you know, I I I reflect on my chronoversary. I reflect on the time I got stung with the stingray. Like I I reflect on leaving Oregon, like these kind of like dates and moments that are so important to me. I know that could be weird to people, but I would rather put sentiment behind things and maybe be over the top than not care at all. So take that, haters. But <laughs> I guess what I really just wanted to come on here and say is that there would be no I'm Sorry What podcast without 100.9. There would be no Ashley Sleek without Dre Lopez and, and Natalie. Like this, these, this was the station and these were the people that truly made my dreams come to life. And I'm so grateful for that. And I am excited to follow along to see what the future of the station would look like. But, you know, I just I just wanted to take a moment to say that because I am so humbled and honored to have been a part of that team at any point, you know, and all the people that I got to do my job with, Mackenzie, Nikki, um, you know, Will, like we had Dax, we had such a good time and I, I'm just so grateful. So I just wanted to say that here on the podcast and okay, let's, um, sentiments aside, let's get, uh, <laughs> let's get back to, to the podcast. So I, I do have to say this about last episode. I'm really mad at myself for not calling it 
popcorn compatibility. Sometimes like I just talk so much here on the podcast that like I like I forget what I say. So when I get to go name the podcast, I'm like, shit, like I can't remember the funny things that I said, you know, and I listen, maybe you don't think it's funny. But I did. I did. And I had to cut that clip so short, like doing it for TikTok and everything because it's so long, but it cracks me up. I don't know why the otter chooses to stay with me after being an unbelievable psychopath over wanting to have my own popcorn. But I I truly, truly appreciate it. Also, I just have to give this little fun tip real quick. So for anyone who finds themselves like bored, (laughs) for anyone who finds themselves fun employed, can I just tell you that what I did last week? So I was like unsubscribing from all of the work like related emails. And then I was like, you know what? I got to clean this shit up. And I went through and I unsubscribed. Like I spent the whole week checking my email like three times a day and unsubscribing to anything that like I didn't need to be subscribed to. And I was subscribed to so much shit. I'm pretty sure the only thing left right now is like I'm subscribed to Bath and Body Works because obviously like those bitches always got sales. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I am subscribed to this makeup company, something Julia or something. I I really like their products. I bought them um, like a couple years ago and I just, you know, I just like to keep on theirs. And then I am subscribed to... I think like a brewery, Lagunitas, I think still out of support. And then, yeah, I think that's like it. Like I was really like, I can't fucking do this shit anymore. Like I need to, I need to manage these damn subscriptions. So right now that's where she's at. I think I might've stayed subscribed to Kylie Cosmetics. Don't hate me for that one. But like, listen, I love their lip kits and Shades by Shan. We already know. Okay. So anyways, I just like wanted to say that. And then I was like, okay, so I cleaned up my email that's fun. Within the last, I I thought it had just been a week, but I went back through my text messages and some of these were from like the beginning of June. And basically I had 101 unread messages. Okay. And I know you guys are like, Ashley, get it together. And I said, I, I heard you. And I said, no, you need to. So I went for a hot girl walk, literally. And I was like, I'm going to fucking power through. I'm going to respond to all these messages. And then now my goal is I told the otter this. I said, by 7.30 p.m., I want to have responded to all my messages in my phone. And then, you know, anything after that, like if I have the energy, I'll do. Or if not, it's the next day's problem, you know. So apparently if you're trying to get a hold of me before 7.30 p.m., I don't know why. But basically, it's just like I I was giving like him advice about something. And I was like, it's so much better just to 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 respond in the moment and like get it done because the longer that you wait the more anxious you become and he's like "Uh uh-huh and I was like "Uh uh-huh yeah you're right you're right so I was like listen I feel like I am just I'm not saying I'm winning self-help but like I would say I'm doing a pretty damn good job and I feel like when I'm seeing things that I don't like about myself I'm really actively trying to work on them and there have been things that I'm just there have been bigger problems that I've been you know addressing so I was like okay Something like my texting issues wasn't really the forefront of the situation at this moment. Like she's got trauma and we love it. Uh, It's what made her funny. So anyways, I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm so I'm please be kind to me about it. okay? but I'm going to be trying. And it was mostly like I feel bad because I I love my friends and I love all my connections. And the fact that I can have that many text messages, not many people want to talk to me, I think is wild. And I'm and I'm so honored. I don't want them to stop. Like my fear, my biggest fear about being a bad texter is that people will just give up on me. And they're like, I'm so fucking tired of this bitch that like I'm not texting her anymore. And so I was like that fear alone. I was like, OK, I got it. I just I just have to. I just have to. Uh, also, I was listening to my favorite murder recently. This is like I only listen to a couple podcasts. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to expand a little bit more. OK, well, here's my thing. Sorry. <laughs> She's the worst. But wait, let me just say this. Let me just say this before I forget. OK, so I was talking to the otter about how I think I need a hobby, which, you know, <laughs> I do. And I told him, I said, OK, I well, what I want is I said I want a, a like a physical hobby, like a sport. And then I want like a relaxed hobby. So I'm thinking about getting into puzzling or crocheting. And then I said, and then physically, I think I want to do like golf or pickleball. And he's like, I'm I'm so glad that you are like, you sound like a 70 year old woman. I was like, I am entering my 70 year old woman era and I cannot be fucked with. But like people have been crocheting on TikTok, those little creatures, like the little animals. 
Like, they're so fucking cute. And, like, m- one of my many toxic traits is, like, I could probably do that. But the thing is, is, like, I am creative and I like to create. I don't have the patience to make it look good. Abstract is the way I go. OK, so anyways, but I was telling him that the reason that I really wanted to do something like that is because I've been trying to lower my screen time for no uh, for for no reason other than. I like the fact that like every week my notification goes off and it's like your screen time's down. Like I just that made me competitive. okay? and I know I went on this rant about why I should be able to watch TikToks and not TV shows. But this goes for TV, too. Like I just want to, I don't know, be less immersed in my screens and uh, that unemployment will do that to you because you spend a little too much time watching. But I cannot seem to sit still. I can't just sit and listen to a podcast. So like I need to be doing something. So I start coloring and I was like crocheting, puzzling. This could all be good. And um, anyways, this is all to say that I was listening to Karen and Georgia on my favorite murder podcast. And she was talking about how she listens to this podcast. Uh, I can't remember who said it. And they they said, you know, you know, it's one of those podcasts where they're professionals. So they don't say like or um or anything. And the other one goes, yeah, but you know what? Uh, what? It's good that we say that because our podcast is is as if someone's like you're talking to someone. So it's authentic. That made me feel so good because I would consider myself. I do consider myself a professional speaker. I was a fucking on air personality. You heard the tears in minute three talking about it. And but I say like an um like I just do. I try not to say um as much, but, you know, but I'm I'm a California bitch. I say like, you know, and it made me feel a lot better. So I just thought I would share that for no reason other to make myself feel good. So anyways, uh, (laughs) if you listen to I'm sorry, what weddings this week, we had a big reveal. Super exciting. So I shared on the podcast uh, that my best friend Kim asked me to be her bridesmaid and officiant. You can hear the whole story on the episode, but I am just so excited. My heart's so full. It was really funny because I had made that very dramatic TikTok clip where if you haven't seen it, it's on TikTok and on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. And I was on the phone with the otter and I was like, I can't decide if this is like too dramatic. Like I I, what I want to post it because you can't see what the bottle says. And so it's very like dramatic and teasy. But I was like, I kind of I'm having a little imposter syndrome. Like I'm I, am I that cool of a podcaster that people are going to care? You know, like am I am I making this? It was like two things I was worried about. I'm like, am I making this too much about me and not enough about like what I was asked and Kim and Alex, you know? And then I was like, but then the imposter syndrome of like, you know, am I being too much of a podcaster for like my little podcast? And he was like, Ashley, you want to be a podcaster like you. You are a podcaster. You have a podcast. You've been doing this for three years like you love this. I think you should just be yourself and do it. And I was like, oh God, you know what? I should. I feel like every time I try to lower my dramaticism, it's like it's just not me. And like, you know, Demi Lovato said it best. Like, this is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know? Cam Brock, hashtag. So anyway, so I did. I hope you guys loved it. Uh, it. It was amazing. So let me like speaking of let me talk about my week. So I like I said, I committed to a really good last week of unemployment. Like this week was so freaking fun. So on Tuesday, I went and played uh, mini golf with the otter. And, you know, I have to say this. I was being a little bit. <laughs> I was being a little bit of a grump. Here's the thing with me. If I am in heat with no water, I am angry. I am a sponge. Like I slurped that shit right up and it was starting to get really hot and I didn't have my water and we were outside and you know what? And he was beating me and I was getting a little annoyed. Okay, because I'm competitive. And then he did the math on our scorecards in the end and I had beat him by one. And I'm like, there is no fucking way. And I said, I, I'm doing a recount. And he's like, no. And I'm like, I'm doing a recount. And so I don't he claims he didn't lie to let me win. But I think he was like this grumpy little bitch is um, being a sore loser right now, which I was. And so anyways, he did beat me in that. But then I went we played ski ball or no, sorry, not ski ball, air hockey and air hockey's my that's my fucking game. That's my arcade game. OK, so he was we were very competitive with that. But then I ended up winning. And then, you know, I talked about this like a million episodes ago that we went to um, a gaming bar in downtown Campbell and I beat him at Mario Kart and he was like, 
not happy about it because as he should be if you grow up playing video games and then i play you in a video game and i win you should be ashamed like i you should be so i get it you know so he kicked my ass in mario kart but what i thought was the best part of this was i was like oh should we make this interesting and he and last time we played mini golf um you know we did it for like whoever wins gets to pick dinner which he uh wait no it was the loser had to pick dinner because we were having like such a hard time picking dinner and i didn't want to make a decision and so he lost he picked i changed the place so you know it is what it is uh, so <laughs> oops so uh for ski or for air hockey uh i got to pick the show that we watched and then for um mario kart he got to pick dinner so we had barbecue for dinner and then we watched the first half of high school musical 2 which i you guys i know this is so unpopular the music in high school musical 2 is so good i hate the storyline and i was feeling too anxious and other things wanted to do other things and so i i we didn't finish high school musical 2 because i needed a break so um we'll we'll finish it again probably this week but like i you know i love high school musical and what's so annoying is i just want to watch the third one but he's like insistent that we watch the second it's like i'll just play you the soundtrack like the soundtrack is so good but I hate the storyline because I hate friends fighting. OK, so anyways, uh, then when we were talking about so basically we were going to do uh, one activity. It didn't pan out on Tuesday. So we we're talking about other things to do. I'm like, oh, maybe we should go to a Giants game. And he was like, oh, it wouldn't make sense to go to San Francisco today. And then I was like sitting and I was festering about it after, on our way to mini golf or on the way home or whatever. And I was like, you know what? looking at this like logistically like this might be wednesday wednesday night they were playing at home too and i was like this might actually be the last like night for a while that we could potentially go to a game together because they do play tuesdays and wednesdays but like i'm not going to want to go to a night game in san francisco and have to work in the office the next day she's a sleepy girly i don't have the energy that 22 year old ashley did when i used to like go to hockey games and then wake up and be an on-air personality at like five in the morning the next day like no no could not be me so you know and then he works on the weekend so i was like i i think this is like our best bet to go like i and i i'm very um aware of the fact and you know that he only has two days off and he works nights so all of that is to say like this is a very busy person who uh, like, I want to make sure that he gets his time to himself. Like, of course, I would love to spend every freaking hour that he's like off work with him. And honestly, I do spend a lot of time with him on the phone. So I, I kind of do. But, you know, I like to make sure that I give him time to be by himself because everybody needs that, you know. So I'm like, I don't want to take your Wednesday. However, I think we should go. And he was like, no, let's do it. Like, you're right. Let's do it. So we took the ferry in and then we met friends of the podcast, Kristen and Alan there. It was so fun. Uh, yeah, that was our first game together. And what I thought was so sweet. It was so cute. So we <laughs> he went to go get food. So I went with Alan to get a hot dog and then he went to like this chicken place and he came back with two corn dogs, chicken strips and French fries and I was like, oh, my God. And he's all, yeah, I found all your favorite foods. He's like, no wonder you love baseball. It's like the only event where you can eat all the food here. And I was like, I can. This is this is what I'm saying. So we had um, all the good food, got some churros, had some drinks, uh, took the ferry back. It was really fun. And then on Thursday, I um, was I was going to the Blink-182 show with uh, friends of the podcast, Jenna and Sergio and Sophia. And so we had a really, really good time. Um, before that, everyone came over. My cousin Danielle stopped by because, uh, of course, Kevin's football team had a fundraiser the same night. And I'm like, you guys, the scheduling? Like, I am a member of that football team fam. I, I'm so bummed to have missed it. But we had the snacks out. I made the same dip that I love. We had charcuterie and wine and beer. It was just like, it was just a good time here. And then we went to the show and it was amazing. And I have to say, I said this to Danielle and I know it's a weird take, but like after seeing Travis Barker uh, on the Kardashians, it is very strange to see him do his actual job. Like it was so weird to see him on the drums. It was like, this reality TV star, but like it's Travis fucking Barker. Like he's very famous. He's very talented. But like all I could picture in my head was him making out with Courtney. You know, it was just it was a lot to take in. But the show was really, really good. Got some merch. 
you know, I haven't got good band merch in a long time. And it was a really good time. And then Friday, you guys, the way I hibernated, like I apologize to anyone who tried to get a hold of me on Friday. I was unwell and not talking to anyone in the world. Like I hibernated so hard. I watched Smartless, the documentary version. So Smartless is a podcast with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes and Will Arnett. And like, I can't, I can't even tell you guys. <laughs> I watched the entire season of this and it's so funny. The only thing that bothers me is it's shot in black and white, which is like fine. But like, I don't know. I just like to see like, I don't know. It just like I didn't I didn't enjoy the black and white. It was like a little too moody for me, but it was so freaking funny. And I don't know if they did it in black and white, maybe to like it's a podcast. Usually just listen. I don't know. But it was it was so good. I watched the entire season of this. I I called um, the otter in the morning and I was like, I am going full gremlin today. So that's how I describe myself like post date. Like, I love to look so cute for our dates. And then the minute we get back home, I'm like, I'm in my gremlin mode. Bras off, makeup's off, hair's up, like gremlin. And I did not even get out of my pajamas from the night before. I laid out my couch with my fluffy blankets, my ice packs, my, um, you know, little pillow wedge. I had a book nearby. I had water. I had snacks like I was committed to the cause. And listen, your girl doesn't love to relax. So when the opportunity strikes and I'm in the mood to relax, she's relaxing. So I, I just so I just basically like my phone fell in the couch at some point and I was like, I'm, I don't I'm not talking to anyone today. And it was so good. It was just what I needed because like I'm not going to get another weekday like that for a long time. So then uh, Saturday I woke up and I ran so many errands, so many errands. And uh, then I was getting like prepared for my Saturday night. I went to the earthquakes game. So I was so excited. I had it in my head that I wanted to go to the earthquakes game. And I had invi invited my dad to go with me and he shut me down so fast, which I thought was very rude. But whatever. I haven't been to an earthquakes game. If you don't know, the earthquakes are the San Jose Major League Soccer team. My dad and I went to a game. Uh, when the stadium first opened and uh, it was pretty cool, but we didn't check out like everything. And then my sister and I actually went to an earthquakes game when they played Portland when I was living in Oregon, which was cool. But like I have an earthquakes hat and I wear it all the time. It's my favorite hat, but I feel like a little bandwagoner and I haven't even seen a game in so long. And like it's San Jose, you know, so my friend Emily and Alistair, you might remember them. I officiated their wedding. Um, Emily had messaged me about my ice packs that I posted about after the Blink-182 concert. She's like, I might need those. And I was like, wait a second. Like, what are you doing on Saturday? Like, are you free? Because like, do you and Alistair want to go? I had it in my head so bad that I wanted to go to this earthquakes game and I was legitimately going to go alone. And I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. They went with me. We had so much fun. You guys, the earthquake games are so lit. So let me tell you, first of all, they have the largest like outdoor bar in, in America, I believe. Hopefully that's still a fact. But so when you walk in, there's like a big grass area and then there's all these food trucks. And I had some Korean barbecue. It was delish. It was delish. And then we were, uh, you know, our seats. You could go up to the Sky Lounge and we we're having drinks up there. We we're having such a good time. Like I cannot recommend the earthquakes games more. I was like, I think we need to become a regular. And there's a rumor we don't know if it's true yet. And maybe it came out in the time of this podcast, but there's going to be like a Bay Area women's soccer team. And like, hopefully they're going to play there so we can like go to more games and have more food, food trucks. Like, oh, my God, it was it was so it was so fun. And then this morning I woke up, I picked up Danielle and I Taco Bell breakfast. This was Danielle's first experience with Taco Bell breakfast. I brought all my stuff, all my goodies over to her place um, and we recorded. I'm sorry about weddings together. So that will come out in two weeks. So you can hear all about her review of the Contrap Supreme. And then we checked out the winery that, um, you know, she her the winery she wants to get married at. And you'll hear all about that. on I'm sorry about weddings. And then, you know, I came back and like, you know, I've been I sat down for a little bit and watched New Girl got kicked out of Netflix. You guys know that shit's really happening. I feel like Netflix always threatens, always threatens that they're going to like not let you share accounts. Well, I just want you all to know it's real. So if you have Netflix and you're stealing it from your parents like I am, like your days are numbered. And you know what? Honestly, like the shows I love to binge and like rewatch over and over again on Netflix are on Hulu now. 
I'm trying to find a new place for my sports docs, though. And so I went to HBO and they have a documentary on the Angel City team. So that's the L.A. uh, women's soccer team that Natalie Portman started. And so I just started that. And then I was like, oh, this is an hour long. This is going to be like commitment. And I feel like it should be what I watch at like the end of my night, like as I'm winding down and getting pumped for the next day. So I'm either going to watch that or remember the Titans, which I used to watch before lacrosse games. And yes, I'm being dramatic, but I'm fucking nervous about tomorrow. So I'm just doing whatever I can to kind of like get pumped. You guys, my life's going to change tomorrow. Like she's going to be a working girly again. And can I just tell you guys, okay, I know I'm getting old because of this. Okay, besides the fact that I said in my I want my hobby to be crocheting and pickleball. The other thing, and by the way, pickleball's fucking cool millennial now, so leave me alone. But <laughs> this is how I know because I did my I did most of my meal prep yesterday, but I had to add my chicken wasn't defrosted in time. So I was like, oh, I'll just cook the chicken when I get back home, whatever. So I was cooking my chicken today. And um, I finished meal prepping and I looked into my fridge, you guys. I was low key turned on by the organization and the straight prepping. Like it is so beautiful. There's grapes in there. There's watermelon like cut up. There's strawberries pre-cut. Like there's all my breakfasts, all my lunches. I have learned that I cannot meal prep dinner. I just need to do frozen things. So I've got like a froze like frozen teriyaki chicken in there. I've got uh, my meatballs and my pasta because my life is a little bit too unpredictable when it comes to dinner. Because the thing, one thing about me is like, it's going to be rare for me to say no to drinks after work or dinner after work. Like, I'll go out with you, you know? So I, I it's not every night, but it is rare that I say no to like a post-work event. Like I'm probably not feeling good. So I, and I feel like every time I prep dinner, like I never eat it. So anyways, we're not prepping dinner, but it's fine. And um, yeah, I was just like really proud of my fridge. I also was so proud of myself. I talked about, I'm so proud of accomplishing my chores. Like <laughs> what? And I got new curtains. I'm like, look at my curtains. Like I called the otter. I'm like, oh my God, I got my curtains in. I'm so like, I can't, you guys. She's getting so goddamn old. Hi, friends. You know I love answering your questions, and Ask Ashley has been a favorite of the I'm Sorry What podcast, and now you can do it for both podcasts. Ask me questions for I'm Sorry What or I'm Sorry What Weddings. Same link, super easy. You can find it on my Instagram or on my TikTok, at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Click that link in the bio and give me your questions. I can't wait to hear and answer them all. Love you. Bye. One of my favorite news stories that I saw today, obviously through TikTok, was that Taylor Swift at her concert was basically like, hey, guys, try not to bully John Mayer the way you absolutely destroy Jake Gyllenhaal when Speak Now comes out. And I just thought it was so funny. Like the gist of what she said was like, hey, you know, I'm re-releasing Speak Now because I'm really excited to like own my shit you know, and I want you to hear it, not so we can like bully people that the songs might be written about. And I was like, this is iconic. But also tell me that John was your favorite ex without telling me John was your favorite ex. You know, Jake, you just let them rip apart Jake Gyllenhaal. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. I know I, I'm sure she didn't like that either. And, um, you know, I, I'm glad she said that because that's not what it's about. OK, Speak Now is a great fucking album and like we can enjoy it without tearing apart John. Haunted is actually one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time. So your girl is ready, right, fucking ready ready for it. Are you ready for it? Yes, I am. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I just need to say this because I've been thinking about it and debating whether or not to say it on the podcast because I'm embarrassed. But I just need you guys to know that I am I'm in my lover era. I know. I know. I know. Hear me out. Like I will just listen to the lover album right now. I am in my lover era. I am in such a sunshine fucking state of mind. It's kind of unbelievable. I talk about it more in the I'm sorry what moment, but because he brought up Taylor Swift, I just need you to know that I've just been listening to Lover on repeat. And I am a reputation girly. Like, I'm a reputation stan. That's one of my favorite Taylor Swift albums of all time. And I just, Cornelia Street, I'm doing it. Like, I can't. Paper Rings? I can't. I can't. Like, someone come fucking get her. Also, I've been listening to a couple, like, listen, Scannable is kind of over, but I'm still listening to the podcast. So I've been listening to Give Him La La. And it was so interesting because on there she was talking about how she was like really pissed off after uh, the 
Secrets Revealed episode. And she's like, I think we're going to have to break the fourth wall next season because I need to talk to some people about things that were said. And they're like, she's like, I know people were going through stuff. And she's like, I'm not going to talk about it here. I'm going to save it for filming. But, you know, she's like, I I just want to talk about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what could have happened that pissed Lala off so much? And here's what I think it was. So there was a time where they were eating the Jersey Mike subs. You know, Raquel and Charlie and Tom and Ariana. And Charlie made this fucking comment about uh, Lala. Like, they were talking about Lala being a bully. And she was basically like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, take the loss, Lala. Like, you got a divorce and you didn't even get a house from it. Like, take the loss. Like, some sometimes you win some, you lose some. And I'm like, oh. Like, Lala, watch the fucking Randall scandal, okay? And then, and then tell me you don't feel bad for Lala, okay? You guys are like being such little shits. And then I listened today to Stassi's podcast when she had Christina Kelly on. And basically she was saying that like Christina was saying that producers kind of like cued um, Raquel in on things that uh, the other girls are saying. So that way she could like be mad. And to me, it just seemed like everybody wanted Raquel to be the hero of the show. And she had such the chance to like they were just making it was like OG Vanderpump rules. I think that that was the vibe was like they wanted it to be, you know, the three girls versus Sheena again. So the original like Kristen, Stassi, Katie against Sheena battle. It was now Christina Kelly, Lala and Katie against Raquel and Sheena. You know, it was like they wanted that that dynamic, it seemed. And it, it just felt like I mean, when I was watching it and I didn't watch a lot of it, I was just like, I don't I just I know I've seen a lot of TikToks about this. You know, I'm a Katie stan. I always have been. I just I will never understand why everyone was so mean to Katie in a time that she was made this big decision. Like, yes, Katie's the one who divorced Tom after she's like sat through all this fucking trauma with him. And it's like it's not always easier to be the person that got dumped. You know, like it's not always sadder. Like, I just don't think you can put it in those terms. You know what I mean? I think both ways are sad and it's like it's kind of rude to dismiss the feelings of the person who left like for me if somebody came up to me when I was in my breakup time with Jimmy and I broke up with him and they were like yeah but Jimmy like what about Jimmy's feelings I'd be like are you fucking kidding me Jimmy treated me bad and that's why we broke up and Schwartz treated Katie bad and that's why they broke up you know what I mean so anyways justice for Katie and I just thought it was really interesting so you know, it was really funny because I went on this tangent and I decided I didn't want to talk about it anymore. So I, I, I recorded over it, but I did feel like there's one part of it that was funny enough. Basically, I was talking about, um, you know, things like you got from your ex or whatever and like getting rid of them. And I was saying that I was going to keep my Louis Vuitton, like my fake Louis Vuitton bags from my ex, because in my opinion, they're trophies of my trauma and I earned them. And, you know, I just the rest of what I said was not important, but uh, trophies, trauma, tro- trauma, trophies, um, if I could say it, trauma, trophies is something that you should use to justify keeping nice presents from your exes, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> OK, so let me tell you, I think I'm thinking about changing. You guys, sometimes I like to discuss changes here on the podcast before I make them. But I'm thinking about changing Ask Ashley to Ashley's advice, because every once in a while, I just like to throw out advice like outside of getting questions, you know, and I feel like that's kind of what I've been doing a lot. I am. I'm getting a lot of wedding questions, so that's super great. But I feel like my advice questions have kind of like died off, which please submit um, link in the bio. I'm just being honest with you guys. You're my friends. So anyways, I'm thinking about changing it to Ashley's advice. If you um, object, please let me know. But anyways, I have to give you this advice and I'm I'm mad about it. And this was supposed to be my uh, advice from last week, but I switched to the job. And I literally I wrote it down by saying no one is more annoyed with this than I am. But my best piece of advice right now for you guys is y'all need to eat a good breakfast. I know. I know. I am never one of those bitches to come on here and try to talk like health food. Like we know that the majority of the time I'm talking about food here on the podcast, I'm talking about barbecue and chicken strips. Okay, but let me just tell you something. Last week, I started not sorry, the week before last this past week's been a little wild. But the week before I decided to do because I was like, oh, I have money now I can buy 
good breakfast food. Because since I've been unemployed, I've been having <laughs> wheat toast and, with spray butter and strawberry jam and like some strawberries on the side, like literally since I got laid off in March. Because a loaf of bread at uh, Trader Joe's was like two bucks and it would last me like two weeks. And you know what? This was, in my opinion, this was like healthy on a budget. OK, and listen, I'm not a fitness bitch. OK, obviously, I'm just trying to like fit in my clothes. Like, I don't know. And honestly, to me, it's been a little less like I do feel like I've, um, you know, in my time off, I do feel like I've gotten to a body weight that I'm not super excited about. But I think that when it comes to me doing healthy things now, the focus has been more on the way that it makes me feel and less about, you know, the 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 like weight itself or like the look like obviously I'm not super thrilled with the way I look so I want to make a change but when I when I'm doing it my focus is more on mental health if that makes sense so anyways I have to tell you and I've never really thought too much about the connection between mental health and food but I then started I was like I got a little money let's like get a little frisky with it so I decided to do sweet potatoes chicken apple sausage and hard-boiled eggs I can't eat yolk so first of all, let me just say, I don't understand why God made um, hard-boiled eggs so hard to peel. I, I'm sure there's hacks. I'm just not in the mood to look them up. The fact that I hard-boiled eggs for the first time, like basically in my life the other day, you know what I mean? Like the, she's new on the journey, so I'm sure I'll get it one day. But like it's I'm, I'm fucking them up left and right, especially because I'm just eating the outside. So when I mess it up and like I'm peeling off half the part of like that, you know, anyways, I don't need to go on my fucking egg rant right now. OK, what I what I need to say is that I was eating that and I would have um, a nectarine on the side. So that was like my breakfast. I I hate to admit it, but I felt happier. I really did. And I know that my life's kind of like improving and stuff. So I know that there's other factors. <laughs> but the the peer I was journaling, I like to journal while I eat my breakfast and the way I was journaling and I was like, oh, fuck journal. I feel I feel so much better from this breakfast and I'm I'm really annoyed about it. But I just have to say, I just have to tell you guys that sitting down and eating like a full breakfast, because like the other thing about my toast is like I would just take it on the go or whatever. And then like actually when I was working at my last job, I would just cook breakfast and usually like take it with me or I would pack up breakfast and I would heat up there and eat it while I was working and like eating while I'm journaling still feels a little bit more relaxing. But can I just make the recommendation to cook yourself a breakfast? And this is obviously very privileged because I know some of y'all are like moms and shit. And you're like, Ashley, I don't have fucking time to cook breakfast. And I, listen, I hear you. OK, so I'm like, I'm not com I'm not coming for anyone's schedule. OK, but if you think you can make the time to sit down and enjoy like a full breakfast, I have to recommend. I just do. And I listen. This is my advice corner. I just think that that having a breakfast, if, if you can manage it, you should do it. I listen, I've always been a breakfast advocate because I'm a brunch bitch. But like, I know, I know, I know. OK, so let's get to the I'm sorry, what moment of the week? I was genuinely annoyed because I was trying to think of something that pisses me off. And I was like, you are in such a good mood. Like, as I mentioned, I'm in my lover's era. And like, OK, I have to say this. I... I'm, I am very happy right now. I'm afraid of it for a couple of reasons. I'm a little nervous I'm happy because I don't have a job. <laughs> and one of my fears is I'm like going to go back to work and I'm going to be like grumpy again. But I do also think that I'm going into work with a new mindset and this is a new job and like I think it will be better. But, you know, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I do think that the re the majority of the reasons is that like, you know, I've been working on myself. I'm protecting my peace. Like, you know, I know that there it's a climb. There's a lot more to work on and improve on. But like on my my, you know, when you're like kind of sitting and you kind of have like a contempt mood, like, you know, like your base mood, my base mood, I would say normally was sad. Like I would say that the majority of my life, like I was I've always been a happy girly. But I would say when I'm alone and I'm sitting or I'm in my car, the the feeling that rushes over me has always kind of been sad or anxious. And right now it's happy. And that's really kind of crazy. So then when I go to bitch about something and then I was like, you know, so I was like, oh, my God, am I too happy and healed for this? No, it took one point two seconds for me to snap the fuck out of that shit. You know why? You know what I was remembering? This is <laughs> 
this is what happened. Okay. So I snapped out of my fucking, you're too happy and pleased to have, I'm sorry, what moments, because I was driving to pick up uh, Danielle and I's breakfast crunch wraps this morning, and I was reminded of a memory. So um, I was driving back to Livermore, like I think last week, and I like didn't have any more breakfast here. And so uh, listen, I will fight anybody who wants to, but Taco Bell's breakfast is superior when it comes to fast food. Like, don't fuck with me. The breakfast crunch wrap is what's up like. okay, you know, and um, there's a lot of good things I think that came out of my relationship with Scotland. But I do think the number one is the breakfast crunch wrap. Okay, I will give him the credit of introducing it to me. So anywho, I really wanted it. And so I was like, okay, Taco Bell on my way home. You know, I didn't want to wait. There's one I know of. And it's in like it's in the um, it's off one of the exits. But it's like 30 minutes, not 30 minutes. That's a little dramatic. No, I think it is maybe 30 minutes into my drive or something. And like I was hangry at this point, like full blown hangry. And so I was like, oh, you know, on Apple Maps, you can like map somewhere and like add a stop and it tells you like one that's on the way. So I get a Taco Bell that's on the way. Not a drive through, not a damn drive through. And then I'm like, OK, fine. So then I'm like, fine, I will settle like there's a McDonald's across the street. Not a drive through, not a drive through. And I was like, the way Ugh. so then I go to a Starbucks. OK, I'm like, fine, fuck it, just go to a Starbucks. I go to Starbucks. Not a fucking drive through. This is my I'm sorry, what moment? Stop fucking making fast food places without a drive through. Just shut it down. Who in their right goddamn mind is getting out of their car to go to Taco Bell? Show yourselves. Unless you are a high schooler who doesn't drink and doesn't have anything else to do like me. Like I spent a lot of time at the Taco Bell in the Target parking lot in, in Livermore, California, because I was not a cool high schooler who partied. So me and my friends would go to Taco Bell and sit in a booth and hang out for hours. OK, so if you're doing that, fine. OK, but the rest of us, the adults in the world, we need to drive through. I don't want to admit that I don't want even to see me at the Taco Bell. Like I the only Taco Bell that is OK to not be a drive through is the cantina. OK, so if you're not serving me a spiked Baja Blast, I'm actually not interested. Okay. I'm very, I am not interested in what's going on here. Okay. So I am just, I am fuming about this situation. Honestly, I'm like, I don't get it. Who wants to go in and like, listen, my dad and I do go into the Dairy Queen on occasion and we sit down and we eat in there and that's real nice. Okay. So fine. Have your sit down seating, but have a damn drive through with it. Okay. Like the fact that I had to get out of my car to get my Starbucks after all this failure. And if I would have known, by the way, if I would have known that this was going to be my fate, I would have just got out of the car at the Taco Bell. But it's like the principle. I feel like at least a Starbucks is a little bit more socially normal to walk in there. I'm not unless I have to pee like you will not catch me walking into a BK. Oh, my God. I the whole purpose of fast food. It's for it to be fast food in my car. OK, in my car, I will wait in the longest fucking line at Taco Bell. And I know people are like, I've been in the car with people who are like, let's just park and get out. And I'm like, absolutely not. That's not the way the Lord intended this to go down. OK, like we have drive throughs for a reason. Like just just use it. Like I'm sitting in my car. I'm comfy. I'm listening to my Miley Cyrus. I'm singing it out like I'm burning my Taco Bell calories by singing. And don't tell me that that's not a thing because I don't want to hear I didn't ask. You know, I just I don't understand. So immediately I was reminded that, like, listen, no matter how happy I am, a bitch loves to bitch. OK, so it is what it is. <laughs> I can be in my happiness era and I can still get mad because I'm in my happiness era and I still get fucking sad. Like, please. I was sitting. God, I can't remember where I was. And somebody was like. When was the last time you cried? I was like, oh, like 20 minutes ago. Like, I don't know, this morning. Like, listen, your bitch is still like having sad moments. But like I said, my my re relaxed state, I think that's what I was looking for. My relaxed state is happy and that's good. And I'm so grateful. And I would say there's a lot of factors 
in that obviously all the help I've been getting. I think I do want to say that leaving a job and I'm not talking shit on my past job, but it, it wasn't a happy environment for me there towards the end. And, you know, to the fault of no one, I think I just outgrew the position in the place. So I'm really grateful that they made that decision for me and let me go. So I would say that I would say, you know, I've been working harder on just being like focusing on the on the values that I have as a person and, you know, um, trying to improve upon those. The people in my life, I've I've been very blessed my whole life with an incredible support system, I have to say, like I have always had just the best friends. There's been trinkets of little shitty people, you know, because they you need those people. They teach you. They teach you how to appreciate the good people. So, you know, um, I'm trying to get better at communicating with everybody, but I'm just so grateful for all these amazing like people in my life and obviously my parents and my family. And, you know, I just I think I'm just really excited. Also, like there's so many like I've said before, there's so many incredible things happening around me with my friends like my friends are are focusing on themselves, too, and like focusing on self-help. They're getting married. They're having kids. They're buying houses. They're starting new jobs like I just it's just all so exciting. And I think the world just, you know, my my little world, my little people, I know that there's a lot of bad things happening in the mega world. But I, just, you know, my little circle, like, you know, there's obviously hardships for everybody, but it's it's just really exciting to see all the good things. And that's what I'm choosing to focus on, of course. The otter is wonderful and he makes me so happy and I'm very grateful to have him in my life as well. Uh, but, you know, I think overall it's just this like wonderful mindset switch that I've been working on. And I just want to share that here because, you know, I I'm a sad bitch in recovery. Like and, and like I said, I, I still get sad, but that doesn't mean that I, you know, I, I don't get happy, too. And I just I want to share that because I know there's a lot of people who struggle with depression and anxiety like I do. And it feels like you're never going to reach a point of content. Like it feels like everything's going to be dark always. And I still have those moments where I think that. But, you know, they're getting a little bit easier to deal with. So keep working if therapy works for you keep doing your therapy, your journaling, like everything, you know, I just, I'm so happy for everybody and myself. And anywho, um, if you missed last week's episode of I'm Sorry What Wedding, don't forget to give it a listen. Um, uh, the next weddings episode will come up in two weeks here with Danielle. It's wonderful, amazing. I laugh my ass off by recording it. I'm super excited to edit it. Um, I'm thrilled to start my job tomorrow and um, on to the next chapter. It does feel a little interesting. You know, my first day of a new job is like the last day of this radio station that I, I started my professional career at. And I think that it's it's crazy. And, you know, I, um, you know, I, I it feels like kind of a weird thing, you know, lots of mix of emotions there. But, you know, like I had to say, like, I, I have to end it by saying, you know, I'm, I just I, I'm so grateful for for the people and the station that made me um, who I am today and it led me to making this incredibly awesome podcast. And thank you guys for listening so much and continuing to help me make my dreams come true. I love you so much. Um, please give this this podcast a like a ratings like I've got like a couple ratings and I think that's super cool and I would love to get some more. So if you don't mind, if you liked it, hitting those five stars, you know, four and a half if you're being honest. But uh, uh, yeah, and I love you so much. I will talk to you next week. OK, bye.